why you were doing that. Oh, <laughs> praise the Lord. <laughs> uh, technology, praise God. Good evening, everybody. Praise the Lord tonight, amen, this evening. Um, Wednesday night Bible study. We praise God for the opportunity to, to get into the Word of God, share the Word of God, and study it, amen. Um, you know, one of the things I miss about gathering conversation, yeah. you know, and being able to talk about the Word of God. Because, um, you know, God intended for His Word to be, you know, parents in the book of uh, Deuteronomy, talk with your kids about the Word of God, right? Um, we should talk to each other about the Word. Amen. Um, and so we get... We, we, we're missing that now with not being able to, to gather, um, you know, for Bible study and, and Sunday school and things of that sort. But um, we do the best that we can, praise God. And we um, just thank God that we have the word. Amen. Thank God amen. for the word. Praise the Lord. Um, tonight, amen, um, I want to begin talking about something and looking at something that's important. And it's about building a foundation of faith. That's what we want to talk about um, and start talking about it. But building a foundation of faith. We know that as we're called believers. And so we're people who are supposed to be faith people, right? The just shall live by faith. We're faith people. Um, but... Um, one of the things that we have to come face to face with is nothing just comes. Right. Um, we don't just become faith people. Um, we don't just l start living a life that is dominated by the force of faith. Of faith. Amen. We have, there's a way to get there. Um, and there are things that we have to do to get there and we want to start talking about that tonight because you know we know that every day it takes faith to live in this world um and you know we've been going through as a country and as a global community we've been going through some you know some really challenging times but i want you to know that as we come out and go forward it's going to require even the more that we really walk by faith not by sight because we're going to be walking in a whole bunch of unknowns and a whole bunch of uncertainty. And in situations like that, we want to make sure that we can depend on the solid rock of the word and the solid rock of God. Amen. Amen. And so we need to build that foundation. And But we're not talking about build as if it's build, you build it and it's complete. That's why we said building, because it's an ongoing process right building a foundation of faith it's never going to stop as long as we're on this side of glory amen, amen. so um, we're in matthew chapter 7 tonight and let's read um let's read a few verses beginning at verse number 24 in matthew 7 there it says in the king james version therefore whosoever heareth these sayings of mine and doeth them, I will liken him unto a wise man which built his house upon a rock. And the rain descended, and the floods came, and the winds blew, 
and beat upon that house. And it fell not, for it was founded upon a rock. And everyone that heareth these sayings of mine and doeth them not shall be likened unto a foolish man which built his house upon the sand. And the rain descended, and the floods came, and the winds blew, and beat upon that house, and it fell, and great was the fall of it. <clears throat> Amen. Amen. Praise God. Let's pray tonight. Father, we bless you. We thank you. Glory to God. Yes, we thank Father. you, O oh God, yeah. for your goodness in our lives. We thank you, Lord, for your faithfulness and for your love that never fails. And Father, we thank you for your abiding presence yes, with us Father. even right now. And Father, we pray in the name of Jesus that you will speak to us, O oh God, that Father God, that you will speak to us in a fresh way, O oh God, that you will uh, blow a fresh wind in our soul, O oh God, yes, that Father. you will give us fresh revelation, fresh anointing, O oh God, uh, a, a fresh move of the Spirit of God in our lives. And Father, we just thank you right now uh, for what you're going to speak into our hearts yes, through God. the Word thank of God. You. Have your way today. Let your Word flow freely like a river. And Father, let us receive all that you have for us in the name of Jesus Christ. Bless everyone under the sound of my voice, O oh God. Use me for your glory. Yes, I decrease, God, that you might increase, O oh God, and be exalted in the eyes of the people. All glory, all praise, all honor belongs to you. And we give it to you now in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Amen. 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 So, we're talking about building a foundation of, of faith. Amen. And we read... Um, Matthew chapter 7 verses 24 through 27 where Jesus tells a story of a wise builder and a foolish builder mm -hmm. and he said that he said I'm going to tell you you know those who are wise and he said you know he talked about this wise builder who built his house upon a rock and the foolish builder built his house upon the sand and in both instances, storms came, rain descended, floods came, winds blew and beat upon both houses. One house fell, one house And, you know, if we, if we were just to take this and take it out of the realm of a parable and think about it in real life terms, th this is really about, you can talk about two different people right who are building their life you know one you know and, and you know and both of them it's not and it's not even about one who's building his life on the word of god and one who's not it's not that mm -hmm. it's really about both who from the outside look as if they're building their house on the word of god because see the foundation of a house is not seen. Like you see the structure of the house. You know, you see the doors, the windows, the siding, you know, and all, you know, all the rest of it. That's what you see. You don't see the foundation once the house goes up. And so what, you know, these houses could look, could have looked identical from the outside. What was different about these houses was what you couldn't see and it was the foundation so you know from the outside they look about the same but on the inside or down below where you can't see there's something else going on and it's the same thing with people so this is not about you know one who's 
reading the word, believing the word, and 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 one who's not. It's not it's not that. From the outside, they both look like they're walking by faith. Mm -hmm. From the outside, they both look like they're trusting God. From the outside, it both seems as if you know they're following behind the teachings of the Lord Jesus Christ. It seems that way, but it's not. And what we find here is that with these two houses, the same thing happened to them. It's not as if there were two different types of storms. Hmm. The way Jesus described it in verse 25 for the house that was built upon a rock, the rain descended, the floods came, the winds blew and beat upon that house. The way he describes it for the house that was built upon the sand in verse 27, the rain descended, the floods came, the winds blew and beat upon that house. Hmm. Right? Mm -hmm. So it's the storm is the same. Right. Right? But the results were different. So it wasn't because one storm was worse than another. And, you know, what are the storms? These are the storms, when we bring it again to our two different people, these are the storms of life. How many of you know that there are storms of life? You know, we go through storms. Um, you know, when I was a kid, I didn't quite understand why grown-ups seem so serious. You know, like I didn't understand sometimes why my mom and dad seem so serious. Why are you so serious all the time? And it's not like they didn't laugh or smile, but they certainly didn't laugh and smile and joke as much as I did because I was a carefree kid, right? <laughs> um, now that I'm no longer a carefree kid, I get it. Amen. I, I, you know, that's why for all the young people out there, I say to you all, don't rush to grow up. Amen. Amen. Because, um, you know, I'm not saying that young people can't go through things too, but, you know, when, when you have responsibilities for others and, you know, you're heads of households and things of that sort, and you have to be caregivers for aging parents while you're also raising kids and doing... Uh, amen. Don't be in a rush to, to, to grow up. Amen. Mm -hmm. And, you know, don't be in a rush. Um, you know, but, you know, we have these two different people. We have these two different people, uh, these two different houses, but it's, but the storms of life yeah. hit both of them. And, and if you live long enough, you know about the storms of life and they're going to come to you just like they come to someone else. Right. Because just like with these two houses, rain, the storm is not going to skip over one house and just rain on the other house. Mm -hmm. That's not how it works in the midst of a storm. If these houses are on the same block, if they're on the same street, they're going to be in the storm. Yes. And, yeah. you know, uh, if you and I are in this life together, right. We're both going to experience some storms yes. now because, mm -hmm. you know, we may, you know, we're not physically in the same place and life doesn't work exactly that way. I may go through my storm at a different point in life than you're going through your storm. But the bottom line is the storm's coming. Amen. And, 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 and more than likely, amen, if you live long enough, you've lived through some storms already. Yes, and yet, you know, there's still storms coming, mm -hmm. right? Why? Because... It, no one's immune from them. And storms don't care about your age. It doesn't care about your size. doesn't care about your education. doesn't care about your money. doesn't care about your connections. doesn't care about any of that. 
Right. Storms are going to come because that's just how life goes. Amen. We go through storms. There's no such thing as a storm-free life. And that's why it's so important that we build on a foundation of faith. Why? Because storms are going to come. Amen. And, and when they come, what's going to happen? As we see here, one of two things can happen. Your house can withstand the storm and still be there when the storm is over. Glory to God. Or your, your house can come crashing down. And notice when Jesus talked about the house that fell, he, did, he said the house didn't just fall. He said, and great was the fall of it. Yes. See, a house that seems as if it's built on a, on a firm foundation but really isn't, that fall is great. Yes. You know? Mm -hmm. And again, but this is not talking about two different people, one following the word and one not. It's talking about, right, both seeming to be following the word, but, you know, like he says, Jesus says, the one who hears my sayings and does them is like the wise man who builds his house on the rock, right? And everyone who hears my sayings and doesn't do them is like until a foolish man who builds his house upon the sand. What's that saying? They both go to church. Mm -hmm. They both reading the word. They both listening to preaching and teaching. Mm -hmm. They're both doing devotionals. Yeah. Right? They're both hearing the word. Mm -hmm. Right? So, but one's doing it and the other one's not. So, this is about two people who are actually, we can call them two Christians. Mm -hmm. Right? But, but are you doing what Jesus says or are you just hearing what he says? Because if you want to build a foundation of faith, you just can't hear. Now, someone might say, yeah, but wait a minute. Faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God. And we're going to talk about that in a second. It comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. But I want to read something to you first in the message version. The same scripture that we're looking at tonight. Matthew 7, 24 through 27. In the message version, it says, these words I speak to you are not incidental additions to your life, homeowner improvements to your standard of living. They are foundational words, mm -hmm. words to build a life on. You see, that, that, that's the point, right? That the words that God speaks to us, they're not just some throwaway words, nice words. Oh, that was a good word. We heard that. No, no. These are foundational words, words to build a life on. Yes. Amen. Amen. That means these things are serious, man. It's about building your life. We build our life on the word of God. Mm. Amen. They are foundational words. Amen. So let's keep reading. Um, if you work these words into your life, you are like a smart carpenter who built his house on solid rock. Rain poured down, the river flooded, a tornado hit, but nothing moved that house. It was fixed to the rock. But if you just use my words in Bible studies mm. and don't work them into your life, you are like a stupid carpenter who oh, built gosh. his house on the sandy beach. Mm. When a storm rolled in and the waves came up, it collapsed like a house of cards. Wow. So here we just can't be using the words in Bible studies. Mm. Amen. We just can't be using the word, you know, when we're 
you know, posting something profound on social media. We just can't be using the words in Sunday school or even in Sunday sermons, amen, or just to show someone we got some Bible knowledge. That's not what the word of God is for. This is a living, breathing word, and it's, and, and it's what we're supposed to build our life on, amen. Um, and so God wants to talk to us over the, how long he wants to talk to us about, about building a life of faith. Um, because the just shall live by faith. Yeah. Right? That's how he's supposed to live. Yeah. So we have to build that foundation. Why? Because it's not just going to come. Amen. It's not just going to show up in our life. Mm -hmm. And the thing is, whether or not we have a foundation of faith and we're standing on a foundation of faith only gets revealed in the storm. Yes. Right? We can talk all you want. Yeah, I'm a faith person. I'm a faith person. I believe God. I believe God. I believe God. I trust God. I believe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's fine to say when the, when the sun is shining like it is right now. Foundations prove themselves in storms. Amen. They don't prove themselves on sunny days. Foundations prove themselves in storms. So we have to Right, as it says here, don't just use the words in Bible studies, but we actually use them and put them to work in our life. So, what about Romans 10 and 17? Because Romans 10 and 17, let's take a look at it. Romans 10 and 17 says, So then, faith cometh by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. So, but we heard what Jesus said. He said that the foolish builder is the one who heard the word but didn't do anything with right. it. Mm -hmm. So we understand something then that it's not just hearing the word. Uh, we understand that from James. Mm -hmm. James says that we are to be doers of the word, not hearers only. Mm -hmm. I can't tell you how many times, amen, I've, I've talked to saints of God who, you know, heard a teaching or a preaching and they talk about how good that word was and I go back to Pastor Lane mm -hmm. uh, you know our pastor that uh, when we moved to Virginia the first pastor we had in Virginia great teacher and mm -hmm. you know he was fond of saying the only word you know is the word you do yeah <laughs> yeah right mm -hmm. so it's what he's saying you know don't don't spout off with your mouth all this word right he said the only word you know is the word you, you do, do. Yeah. the emphasis was on the doing mm -hmm. and so yeah you know yeah you got to hear the word right right because otherwise you won't know what god is saying mm -hmm. but it's not just that you got to take it from hearing to doing but before you even go from hearing to doing let's talk about things and and, and put first things first and that is the word has to be first place in your life. Yes. yes. Amen. It can't be something that is an incidental part of your day, right? an incidental part of your life or something that, you know, you come to on Sunday and Wednesday or Sunday and Tuesday, whenever your Bible study is. The word needs to be a central part of, your, of, of a believer's life each and every day. Right? Man doesn't live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. We need the word of God. It's our spirit.
right? Amen. We need physical food to feed our physical bodies. We need the spiritual food, the word of God, the bread of life to feed our spiritual yes. man. Amen. Our spirit can't get built up. You know, I, I, I think if we could have a picture, I think some Christians would be surprised if, if there was a way of taking a picture of their spirit man. Because your physical body may have a bunch of muscles or you may, you know, be big and bulky or you may be this or that or the other. And then your spiritual man is all shriveled up and he looks like, you know, he hasn't been fed in months. <laughs> Yeah. You know, mm -hmm. your spirit man needs to be fed. Your spirit, your physical man is fed. You make sure you, you, you feed your body. And watch this. You never feed your body on the memory of a meal you ate before. Oh, Lord Jesus. But how many people, Christians, try to feed their spirit man by just thinking about the word? Now, listen, mm -hmm. thinking about the word has its place. Don't get me wrong. But... If it's not good enough for your physical body <laughs> to think about the steak you ate last week, then you got to understand, too, that you just can't continue to live off a word that you heard last week, last month, last year. Mm -hmm. You got to keep feeding your spirit, man. Amen. You want to you want to keep feeding your spirit, man, so that you can continue to build a strong foundation of faith. Right. To just keep going higher and higher in your faith, to go from faith to faith, um, to just keep going forward. And you got to constantly take that word in, but it has to come first. Amen. Yes. Um, Amen. You know, Jesus said, you know, seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, his yes. way of doing and being right. And all these things will be added unto you. You know, I think about, I think about, babe, um, how in the book of Jeremiah, God told Jeremiah on multiple occasions, I sent my prophets to you early in the morning to speak to you mm -hmm. and you wouldn't listen. Right. Right. I spoke early. In the, why early in the morning? Because it's, it's first. Right. It's, it's first. Mm -hmm. Uh, and like you said, there's no distraction before the day gets going, before your to-do list gets long, wow. before the pressures of life come, before the emails start pinging and the, and, and the DMs start coming in and, 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 and you know, your, your, your text messages start coming in and all of that. Give God that time first. Wow. Amen. The word of God needs to come first. It needs to be first place in your life. And it's not just first place in, 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 in your day. It needs to be the first thing you turn to when you're looking to make decisions, when you're, you know, mm -hmm. um, doing things in your life, you know, whether it's right or wrong, it's not depending upon societal customs. Right. It's based on the word of God. Like, for example, how many of you who, you know, you say, listen, I I'm serious about my relationship with God. Amen. Right. Mm -hmm. Praise God for that. So, so watch this. <laughs> you go to the store, and I don't know if people are using cash anymore. I saw it the other day, somebody talking about cash is going to become the new typhoid Mary because no one's going to want to handle cash. I tell you what, I'm bringing my cash in the store, and I, I bet you nobody's going to not take my cash. <laughs> cash still king, amen? <laughs> so, <laughs> when it comes to this society. But anyway, 
But, you know, you, you go into the store, let's say you're using cash, and the cashier gives you an extra $10 in change. Mm -hmm. And as you're walking away, you realize it. Now, if you're truly following God and the Word of God in your heart, this is a no-brainer. Right. You're going to stop and walk back and say to the cashier, you gave me too much money. Okay. Now, if anybody who's listening be going, I don't know about me. See, now you got to... See, that, that's a no-brainer. Right. But where does that come from? Mm -hmm. That comes from this word has gotten into you. Yeah. I tell you this, before this word was into me, if that happened to me, that was my lucky day. <laughs> yeah, that's the truth. <laughs> I, in fact, I, I looked up to God and said, oh, God bless me. <laughs> Gave me an extra 10. <laughs> Glory to God. Amen. But once you get this word in you, you know, this money doesn't belong to me. Right, you can't keep it. Mm -hmm. I'm bringing this money back. Mm-hmm. Or you're in the parking lot. You find a wallet filled with $100 bills. Oh, you immediately go in the store and say, somebody, I found this wallet outside. If, if your life is built on this word of God. Yes. Because mm -hmm. you know that's the thing that you, you know that money doesn't belong to you. Right. <laughs> but see, that comes from a foundation being built. I'm just using that as an example. See, when a foundation is built, certain things just become second. They, they become second nature. Right. It's like you don't even have to think about it. Right, that the 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 word of God and the spirit of God and the righteousness of God is 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 so much a part of you. You don't even have to think about it. Glory to God. But here's the thing. We just don't get there like that, right? Without effort, right? Right. And we don't get there by a wishing and a hoping, and you can't <laughs> fake it either. Right. Right. Mm -hmm. And see, and see, that's where storms come in, because storms are nothing but tests. Yeah. They test the foundation upon which your faith is built. Mm -hmm. Amen. So we gotta, we gotta put it first. And but so what I'm saying, put the word of God first, but also let it be the first thing you turn to when making decisions in life. What should mm -hmm. I do? The word of God and the spirit of God and the teachings of God become your standard and if that's the case then you're you, you you're in a good place because now you put the word where it belongs but now we're talking about this uh romans 10 and 17 so then faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of god so the first thing we got to do is put it first but it's not just hearing we talk about you got to be a doer but even before getting to the doing right even before getting to the doing mm -hmm. let's not fail to appreciate what 10 and 17 of the book of Romans is telling us. That faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God. And I, I, I you know, like to put together the hearing and hearing. Yeah. Right? And, and you know, I know it's not written that way, but the Holy Ghost speaks to me that way, right? Mm -hmm. That faith cometh by hearing and and hearing, hearing. Mm -hmm. hearing and hearing. In other words, it's hearing and hearing, hearing and hearing, hearing and hearing, which means you just got this, you know, you want to hear this word right. and you want to hear it some more and you want to hear it some more and you want to hear it. Some, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. That's what you want to do. Right. You, I just want to hear it and hear it, right. hear it and hear it, mm -hmm. hear it and hear it. That's how faith comes. It doesn't just come by hearing. It comes by hearing and hearing. Yeah. Right. And, and that's part of like, you know, 
And that's consistent with what God told told Joshua, right? Mm-hmm. Listen, Joshua, I'm charging you now to to bring the people, my people, over this Jordan and go into the promised land. And what he what he told him, he said, "What this book of the law right. shall yeah. not depart out of your mouth, yeah. for you shall meditate therein mm-hmm. day and night." Right, and then he also said, and observe to do according as written therein, because now that the doing part, right, right, so you just can't meditate. But right, but if you med- meditate therein day and night, same thing with the um, the man who's like the tree planted by rivers of water, mm-hmm. right? right, it delights in the law of the Lord, and in his law does he meditate right. day and night. So, so the hearing and hearing is a way is is in keeping with meditating on this word. Right. You just can't hear the word and let it go because see, see that it can listen. The devil wants to. He, he loves if you if all you want to do is just hear a good word, you know. And I saw a, a, a study that was done years ago, and, and I don't know the exact percentages, but it was talking about how many people. By the time you get to Wednesday, have forgot about what Sunday's message was. Mm-hmm. By the time you get to Wednesday, it was it was like I don't know, like sixty percent, seventy percent. It was some it was some significant number. That by the time you get to Wednesday, the majority of people have forgotten what the sermon on Sunday was about. Amen. I mean. Again, this is not to put anybody down. This is to let you know that, especially in this life that we lead, you know, and I know it's been slower lately, but it's still a full life. That we can, we got so many things going on, moving from here to there to everywhere, that if we don't purpose, yes, yes. if we don't purpose to hear the word, there'll be so many other things we got going on yeah. that will take our attention, right? Mm-hmm. And next thing you know, you heard the word. But you didn't hear it and hear right. it, hear it and hear it. We got to hear it and hear it. You know, you got to meditate these things. You know, I, um, <clears throat> you know, one thing about the phones and all these devices we have, and I know you do this too, I put things in my phone. Like I'll, I'll, you know, I got scriptures for, for healing and for finances and for peace and for watching my mouth. I mean, you know, there's scriptures about watching your mouth. Amen. There's all kinds of things, right? And I just have them in there. And there's times I go, you know what? I haven't, I need to go. I mean, and I'll just read and I'll just sit there and read it and just read it and read it. Read Why? Because right. like you, you got to replenish mm-hmm. your spirit, man. It's got to be an effort, and it's got to be purposeful. Right. It's not just going to come. It's not just going to happen. Right? You know, you, let's take a man who says, I want to get in shape. I want to get in shape. And he sees a friend of his, or he sees somebody at the gym. He got all these big muscles, got a six-pack. He goes, man, I want to be like him. I want to get a six-pack, too. And after he says that, he goes home, and he sits on the couch. Glory to God. I can't even finish it. <laughs> he sits on the couch, amen. He's eating cookies and drinking oh milk and and, and and right and washing it down with some ice cream. See, you, he's never gonna be that guy. Right. He's, not. he's never gonna he's get never that gonna six get pack. There. 
Because it's not just about wanting it. It's not just about looking at somebody right. else and going, I want to be like that. Because, see, that guy got like that because he put some time in. <laughs> and, it, and, it, and, and the guy who wants to be like that can be like that, too. But he's going to have to put the time in. Right. People can't be faith giants without putting the time in. You got to put the time into this word, man. You got to put the time into spending time with God and fellowshipping with God and praying with God and listening to the Holy Spirit and blocking out the distractions of life and, 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 and the cares of life and all these other things. You got to, that got to be purposeful, right? And it takes time to meditate. Doesn't mean you gotta sit there, you know, like like uh, Angela Bassett and then with other come on, yay! Yeah, remember that movie she was oh, in? Yeah. When she used to do, she was doing that meditation. She, I don't know what she was doing. You don't gotta be like Buddha. that, mm -hmm. huh? What? She was doing Buddha. Yeah, you don't gotta be like that. <laughs> <laughs> but you gotta take some time in the word, right? Amen. And you gotta take it, and you gotta put this word in you, amen. But after putting it in you and hearing and hearing it, then you got to be a doer of the word. Yes. Right? Because, mm -hmm. you know, um, faith without works is dead. There needs to be some corresponding action. You need to do it. Amen. And, and the Bible explicitly tells us, don't be uh, a hearer of the word only, but you got to be a doer of the word. Right. And even Jesus said that in here when we're looking at Matthew. Right. He said the smart builder was the one mm -hmm. who heard my word and did it right and that's what made him smart and so yeah we got to hear we got to first things first we got to put the word first second we got to hear it and hear it we got to meditate on it mm -hmm. but then we also to, to do it right. amen we also have to do it now let's look at something um let's look at uh glory to god let's look at um where do we want to look Let's look at Luke chapter 8. Luke chapter 8. Now remember the story of Jairus, right? Jairus' daughter is, is sick and he wants Jesus to come to his house. And, and Jesus said, I, I, I'll come to your house. Mm -hmm. I'll come to your house. Uh, and so, I, I'll come to your house. Mm-hmm. And he's going to Jairus' house. And as he's on his way to Jairus' house, the woman with the issue of blood is coming through the crowd saying, if I can just touch the hem of his garment, if I can just touch the hem of his garment, I can be whole. If I can just touch the hem of his garment, touches him, whew, virtue, leaves Jesus' body, goes into her body. She's immediately, the, 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 the blood is dried up in her and she's healed and we know the story. Who touched me? What do you mean who me, right, right, mm -hmm. and she finally told him. He said, "Daughter, you know, you know, your, your faith has made you whole. Go in peace and be whole." And now, Jesus said, "Come on, Jairus, let's go." <laughs> and so now they start to go. And in Luke chapter eight, verse forty-nine, it says, "There cometh one of the ruler of the synagogue's house from Jairus's house, saying to him, Thy daughter is dead. Trouble not the master.'" But when Jesus heard it, he answered him, saying, Fear not, believe only, and she shall be made whole. Mm -hmm. Now, you think about this. Your daughter was sick. Jesus is on his way to, the, to your house to heal your daughter. Mm -hmm. He gets held up. 
because of some other stuff going on. And now you get worried that your sick daughter is now your dead daughter. Mm. And what Jesus says to you is fear not, believe only. And see, how many of you know, in order to take what Jesus said right there and do it, you got to have a foundation of faith. Ooh, amen. Right. You got to have a foundation of faith where, you, you know, you, 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 no matter what you hear, no matter what you see, that doesn't move you off of your faith. Right. That the only thing that moves you is not what you hear, not what you see, but you're only moved by what you believe. That doesn't come easily. Amen. In fact, I want to look at something uh, in, in Acts, in, in Acts chapter 20. In Acts chapter 20, Paul is leaving. He, he, he's leaving and he's, he's, he's speaking to the elders at Ephesus and he's leaving and he's saying, he's telling them, um, uh, in, in Acts chapter 20 and verse 17, um, he talks about how he acted with them from the first day he'd been with them and so on. Mm -hmm. um, and then you go down to verse 22. He says, and now, because he's leaving, he says, now I go bound in the spirit unto Jerusalem, not knowing the things that shall befall me there, save or accept that the Holy Ghost witnesses in every city saying that bonds and afflictions abide me. Or in other words, saying that chains and afflictions await me, right? And the Amplified Version said that the Holy Spirit clearly and emphatically affirms to me in city after city mm. that imprisonment and suffering await me. And in response to that, Paul says, but none of these things move me. Yeah. You see, you don't get to that. When you get that kind of report, in city after city, you know what awaits you? Chains and suffering. Gosh. And you go, I don't care. None <laughs> of these things move me. You know how you get to that point? Because you have a foundation of faith. Mm, wow. Amen. And and listen, these are the types of things that we want to aspire to because if we can see, that's why this is written. It's, it's written there to encourage us and to inspire us in our faith walk. How many of you want to be to a point when the storms of your life come, you can stand up and sincerely say, none of these things move me. Right. That your mind can still stay on this word of God. Your mind can still stay fixed on the promises of God. And you don't go haywire just because life starts kicking up storms. Right. right? Mm -hmm. But you're able to remain steady. You're able to remain you know, in, in, in a fixed place. Believing and trusting on God yes. to get you out. Amen. But that comes from having that solid foundation. And so the word has to come first, right? Mm -hmm. We have to hear it. We have to meditate on it. We have to we have to act on it, right? We got to be doers of the word. Mm -hmm. And then the last thing I want to say tonight, and we'll come back, Lord willing, and talk more about this. The last thing I want to say tonight, we got to speak the word. Right. You know? Speak the word. I think about the centurion who Jesus said, man, your faith is something else. He didn't say those words, but when the centurion had a sick servant at home and, and Jesus said, I'll come to heal him. He said, no, you don't got to come to my house. <laughs> right. Speak yeah. the word only well. and my servant will be healed. Mm -hmm. You know, the, the psalmist said that God sent his word and healed and them. Healed. 
Amen. It's a, that word. The word has power. Yeah. Um, you know, but one of the one of the scriptures that that I believe we all need to just really get in our spirit is in Second Corinthians chapter four. Second Corinthians chapter is referencing Psalm one sixteen and ten. Second Corinthians four verse thirteen is referencing Psalm one sixteen and ten. Where Paul writes, we having the same spirit of faith, according as it is written, I believed, and therefore have I spoken. We also believe, and therefore speak. Mm -hmm. See, when you have a foundation of faith, you don't just believe the word. You don't even just act on the word. You don't just hear the word. You speak it out your Amen. mouth. You say the word, amen, and you say the word when it's needed, amen. I'm not talking about saying the word when you're trying to correct somebody. I mean, that's fine. They may need to hear that word. But in a situation where, you know, you, you, you need to turn two fish and five loaves of bread into Thanksgiving dinner, <laughs> amen. You know, we need to speak the word then. You need to speak, you know, when you need to take, you know, a dollar ninety nine and turn it into five hundred dollars. You know what I mean? Yeah. Need, that's when we need to be able amen. to speak that word, amen. We need to speak the word of multiplication amen. and speak the word of of healing and speak the word of deliverance and and speak the word of salvation, amen. We need to to speak this word, amen. amen. Because if we're believers, we speak. Let's look amen. at it again. We having the same spirit of faith, according as it is written. I believe and therefore have I spoken. We also believe and therefore speak. Mm -hmm. Amen. Believers speak. And 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 why do we, we know that? First it says it here, but also too, our father speaks and we're supposed to imitate him as dear children. God spoke. Amen. Mm -hmm. He saw the darkness and said, uh-uh. He said, let there be light. God spoke mm -hmm. things into existence, and we have that same creative power in our word. You know, um, my wife laughs at me because I like, I like, I like my man Bill Winston. Amen. He's good to me. Good preacher. Amen. Say amen to that. Amen. I like Bill Winston. Amen. And he said something recently that that really has gotten me thinking. I've been thinking on it, and 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 uh, just considering it over and over. He said, he said, um, he said, when you come right down to it, mm -hmm. he said, words were not really meant to communicate. Words were meant to create. Mm -hmm. and, and when you look at God and what he's done, God used words to create. Mm -hmm. And yeah, you can communicate with it. But, you know, I think we think that's all it is. Oh, we need to communicate. No, no. Words were, were, were meant to create. Mm -hmm. Words are creative forces. Mm -hmm. Amen. And when you have the word of faith in your heart, because that foundation is built, and you know out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. And so when you're building a strong foundation of faith, that means you have the word in your heart in abundance. You can't help but speak the word. Mm. Right? Because when, when life squeezes in on you, the word's going to come out. And those words have a creative force to create the life and the type of things that the word promises right. you. Mm -hmm. Amen? 
And so, you know, uh, I, I heard my wife laugh when I was reading in Matthew 7, um, our foundational scripture, 24 to 27, in the message version, because it, 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 it talked about one farmer with smartness and that farmer of a carpenter mm-hmm. was smart. And it said the other one was stupid. <laughs> right. But, I mean, in the King James Version, it said one was wise and one was foolish. <laughs> right. 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 Um, we want to be, we want to be like that wise Amen. builder. Amen. Mm-hmm. But we have to hear that word and we have to do that word. Amen. But we got to build this foundation of faith because the storms are going to come. Yeah. And look, somebody can testify right now. You're in the midst of a storm right now. Yeah. And you know that the only thing that's holding you up is this word. Amen. How many people can testify to that? I've been through some things, and the only thing that got me through is this word. Amen? Um, You know, I've been in situations and circumstances where people told me they had my back, and the minute things got tough, they were gone. And the only thing I had left was this word. Mm -hmm. This word is a foundation that can help us sustain the storms that are bound to come in this thing called life amen so we just touched on a couple of things amen in terms of building that that that, that foundation and i believe the lord wants us to touch on some additional things next time amen amen, amen. but um we're gonna stop here praise god and we'll come back next time and talk about some additional things concerning this life of faith amen because it just doesn't come amen amen it just mm-hmm. it just doesn't come but here's the thing just like anything else, I think the the more you spend time doing something, the more proficient you get at it. And, right. and especially when you have the Holy Spirit who's teaching you the Word of God. Right. He's leading you and guiding you into all truth. Mm-hmm. Amen. And so we want to continue talking about building a foundation of faith because we need this, right? right? If we're going to successfully weather the storm. Amen. 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 And how many of you know we can do just that? Amen. Praise God. Let's pray tonight. Father, we bless your holy name. We thank you, God, for the word that you've spoken into our hearts, into our minds. Father, we just pray that this word will go deep in us, oh God, and and set down roots in our heart in the name of Jesus. And Father God, that it will just spring upward and just be a a glorious, glorious harvest to your praise yes, and to your Father, glory. Father, we you. just thank you for teaching us tonight, for yes, leading Father. us in the way that we should go. And Father, we thank you, God, that the word that you've sown into our spirit, God, that it shall be multiplied as the yes, Holy Ghost Lord, waters the you, word Jesus. in the name of Jesus yes. Christ. And Father God, we believe we shall be bring forth abundant of fruit in our life. That not only for us, that will help us, but will also help other Yes, God. And Father, we thank you for that in the name of Jesus. Now, God, we just pray that you will continue to be glorified in our homes and in our lives. Father God, we just bless you and thank you for all the great things that you're doing. But most of all, God, we bless you and we thank you for the great God that you are. Yes. And Father God, we are not ashamed of the gospel and we are not ashamed to call you our Heavenly Father. We love you. We cherish you. We give you all praise. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Praise the Lord. See you next time.
Amen. Continue to keep the word first. Amen. And build that foundation.